All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, what is it, August 16th. How's everybody doing today? Woo-hoo! Woo-hoo! Oh, great. Come on in. All right, listen, everybody, I love it. Okay, that's enough. I got, I got to mute you now. <laughs> I love having you guys talk in the middle. I can hear somebody's in their car, and, I, you know, it, it just makes the recording. I hate to do it. I'd love to be able to leave it open the whole call. But anyway, uh, we, today we are very fortunate to have the man who uh, was Rookie of the Year two years ago in, out of the St. Rose office in Las Vegas, Nevada, Coco Direction. Coco, please uh, hit star six on your phone so we can hear you. Star six. You can hear me now? Yeah, you sound great, my man. All right. your last name right, right? Right, Direction? You did. That, that's, yes. Coco for yes, short. I tricked, him. I tricked him when, when he was going to win a Rookie of the Year. He was in my coaching, and he was on the call first, which worked out perfectly. And I said, you know what? You've never – say your last name for me, because I was actually doing the awards that year and wanted to make sure I pronounced his name right, because Gordon was on vacation. <laughs> uh, then I told him after. Yeah. Because I, I figured it was something like that. Anyway, Coco, I – so that, tell us, that was you know, good. Tell, <laughs> tell, I am a salesperson, remember? You, very true. <laughs> all right, my man. Tell me a little about yourself, how long you've been doing this, and all that good stuff. Wow. Okay. Well, um, this I just actually uh, re-signed my license, so I'm good for another two years, and I've been doing this now for exactly three years. Um, like Rick said, the first year um, – getting into the business, um, I was able to become Rookie of the Year. Um, and then the following year, all of a sudden, 2020 hits and COVID. And I go, oh, my God, did I do the right thing scenario? But uh, um, I did. Um, I'm having a phenomenal 2021 right now. I'm doing well. But um, prior to me getting into the real estate side of it, I was in the development end of it, um, building homes, doing commercial projects, um, I was operations manager for a big million square foot mall. So I had a lot of uh, insight in the construction industry, um, which I think helped me out a little bit in regards to what to see, what to know, because um, I, I believe that knowledge in any industry is uh, is very crucial. Um, so reti- I shouldn't say retired, but I kind of, uh, that was in the retail side. So I, in 2018, I kind of said, okay, this is it. Uh, retail is no longer where I want to be. What do I want to do? And kind of gave in my resignation and uh, went out and got my real estate license uh, in late 2018, basically. So I really started doing everything uh, the beginning of 2019 sort of thing. And uh, uh went around looking for what brokerages, to be honest with you, would be the right fit for me. And um, I did interview a couple, and I interviewed with uh, Carlos at our St. Rose office for the Berkshire Hathaway um, brand. And um, lo and behold, it's been three years, and I'm uh, still going strong. Yeah, that Carlos Carlos is a rock star. Arliss, too, both of them. It's great. Yeah, you know, having good backup, um, it is really important because in the beginning you have no clue, honestly, as to what mm. needs to be done. Um, and by having them there, by you know, supporting you, uh, it makes things uh, really, really easy. 
Yeah, yeah you know, it, it is great. Uh, Carlos, is, he, and he knows that he knows the uh, VAC, he knows the company tools, he knows all that good stuff too. It's really helpful when you can get that help. And we have, you know, uh, you got two managers here, and uh, same with every other branch in Vegas because of the number of agents for sure. But like, like, you know, like, as you know, if you're somebody who's busy and doing it, they're available for you, which is great. Um, yeah. And that's very important because, you know, sometimes over the weekend, whether um, you like it or not, you're going to be doing stuff in our industry and um, they're very easy to get a hold of, you know, you text them or you call them and it's, it's, it's crucial. You don't realize it in the beginning, but it's very, very important. sort of thing. And the other thing I found, a lot of the seasoned agents that are part of the Berkshire brand, they have no problem helping you out, which is a big, big plus. Um, so that makes makes a new agent's life a lot easier sort of thing. Um, so let me tell you, the first year getting into sure. it, I kind of like, um, I kind of said, okay, so what do you do? <laughs> how, do how do you start sort of thing? So um, I think I did everything that an agent can do from door knocking to handing out flyers to cold calling to doing open houses, um, doing rentals. I think one of my biggest things, and I, I know Rick's things about me doing, the reason I did rentals is because I learned the market. I, I, you know, I went to places that I didn't even know existed in Vegas. Uh, when you do rentals, you've got to almost go everywhere. So I learned, took that as a uh, learning experience, learning communities, uh, subdivisions and all that kind of stuff, which helps out tremendously. So if someone says, oh, yeah, this place on lo this location, you kind of know where it's uh, where it is. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, I did everything. I mean, uh, I don't do rentals as much anymore since, um, you know, kind of elevated things a little bit. Um, and uh, but that was a big, tremendous help for me to learn the industry uh, when I first started. Yeah, it is great. Yep. Isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so go ahead. What were you going to say? No, no, I mean, um, I, I know people don't like doing it, but like I said, I I did it mostly to learn uh, what's out there because without doing that, I would not have known communities even existed. Right, absolutely. Good, good, good. Good, good. And tell me a little about how you do your business. Like, you know, I, I know that you're out there, you're knocking, you're, you're dropping, you're doing all kinds of stuff. Just so they understand that uh, you jumped into this um, you know, yeah, you had some retail and commercial real estate experience, but ultimately residential was brand new to you. You had to learn the whole thing, didn't you? Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah, I learned the whole thing from start sort of thing. So the first thing I did was, um, when I got my licenses, do open houses. Um, you know, everybody says, well, you got to learn your scripts. You got to learn this and that. Well, what better way of talking to people when you do an open house? So, um, Arliss and Carlos used to print out vacant MLS sheets and I would grab them and basically uh, call up other agents that had listings and say, hey, can I do an open house for you Friday, Saturday, Sunday? So I did that for, oh my God, straight for eight, nine months. I did open houses over the weekend and it was great because I was able to talk to people, you know, see what they want, stuff like that. Started building up um, a you know, a big amount of people that were looking for stuff. It doesn't matter if they're not looking for something now, but it could be down the road. And the other big tool that I did use was the VAC. 
So every time I had somebody sign up, email this, that, I put them in my VAC as a contact and put them on the drip campaign. And lo and behold, you know, you'd get an email back saying that, hey, you just sent me something or whatever. So um, that that VAC, whether it's just out of sight, out of mind, you put them in there and it does its thing sort of thing. So um, I did open houses. Then I started to do um, door knocking. And I did it with another uh, co-worker of mine, um, Deborah Martinez, and we did that for a good year. We went out door knocking, and we were successful um, doing that until COVID hit, and then we had to stop that because people got funny, you know, knocking at the door and stuff like that. Uh, so we stopped that. We've restarted it again, beginning, but then we've had to stop it now again because we're back down to masks, and it's it's really tough wearing a mask in this heat. So we've kind of stopped that. The other thing I did do is whenever I had a listing, um, I would do brochures and I would mail them out to uh, a four-mile radius of where um, I sold that house. And I usually do that with uh, Rhonda Huckabee, who is our uh, equity title sales lady. She would do the brochure. I would massage it a little bit, then take it to uh, PostNet. They would print it, and I would send them out. Um, so I've I've done everything, everything you can think of that um, you need to do. I've done. I know it's awesome. It's awesome. Well, you've got to be uh, proactive in this business, right? In, in order to do business, that's the key. And you jumped right it, into it. I did. I jumped right into it. I know. I know we were. I'm. A, you know, it's me, and then there's a couple of other people on a group call that we and you have, Rick, and. Um, you know, with low inventory, I had to think out of the box a little bit, and I think you did the same thing as what I've done sort of thing too. Um, so I went out and started looking for small little home builders and finding them properties, you know, whether it be four acres, five acres or whatever, showing them the profit they can make by subdividing them into smaller lots and building custom homes. So I'm in escrow on two vacant land deals right now uh, for some builders. So um, always thinking out of the box. Uh, so, you know, that not only is that good now, but the deal was that I would be the agent as well in the future for the homes. So that kind of fills my pipeline for the next year or so. so okay. I've done it, so I good. know what's involved, but uh, definitely, I mean, that's, that's another means or another avenue of uh, uh, filling your pipeline for the future. Yes. Yes, Absolutely. Okay, cool. All right, and now, uh, and, and, you know, and, and like you said, you've been involved in my coaching since the beginning. You're in a great group now. Everybody shows up, and you know, it's uh, yeah. you know, everybody's everybody's moving forward, which is it's kind of be good. It's kind of good to be in that. Uh, and the reason I'm bringing it up is I have success series coming up this week, and so many people on this call may consider joining my coaching. So I think it's good when you're in a good group like yours to get some of that additional support, see people in different areas going through it. You know, number one, where you stand. Number two, they very they have very similar, uh, you know, uh, needs to yours, don't they? They do. Um, you know, the other thing I do, I'm, I'm also a, your, with your group uh, every Wednesday, and then my, I'm also on a group in St. Rose, another mastermind group that we hold every Tuesday. And I believe that's very important. I don't care where, what group you're in or whatever. Um, it's very important not only to be – held accountable to hold yourself accountable in regards to, okay, waking up in the morning and going to work and doing it, not saying, oh, I'm not doing this because 
I think everybody said you've got to treat this as a business. This this is not a hobby. It's not a hobby. Exactly right. Yeah, you know, one yep. my biggest one of my biggest things that I I I tell everybody, you know, with my kids and you know, if you don't give up something, you can never fail at it. So I just right. keep moving forward, keep moving forward, keep moving forward. Sooner or later, you will see the fruits. You know, uh, but you can't Absolutely. give up. Because once you once you put that mindset in you that you're going to give up, then uh, it changes everything. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And if you have the attitude of you're not going to give up, or this is your option, like you said, I picked this. And like you said, the beginning of 2020 was probably a little scary for you, but then it kicked right back in the gear, and it ended up being a pretty phenomenal year, didn't it? It, it did. You know, um, it, it was scary in the sense that, well, oh my God, what do you do? You done open houses you've been door knocking and all of a sudden those doors close and you can't do that anymore so guess what you got to think of another way of uh doing business you know you know mcdonald's didn't close its stores just because people didn't show up they figured out a way of doing you know drive throughs a lot more convenient sort of thing so um i did you know i called a lot more during 2020 um than i ever had before whether it be soi or just you know, just just listed, just sold area and the stuff like that. And I heavily relied upon my um, previous sales to, you know, call them, say, hey, listen, you know, I know I did a good job for you, or did I do a good job for you? You know, can you refer me to anybody that you know that's gonna buy, sell? I'd love to help them out. Yeah, that's such a great idea. Yeah, you you went to the phone because the door knocking wasn't an option for a little while, right? Yeah, I mean, door knocking in open houses, it was like shut down. You can't, you couldn't do those. Well, you, and it was tough, you know, you had to have gloves, you had to have sanitizers, you had to have do this, you know, people were scared. Um, so it was a, a difficult time. And then the other thing I, I've kind of done too now is connected with other agents in other states. Um, for instance, just a month ago, I sold them a house here. They we're looking to move to Florida and I popped the question, well, who do you know in Florida that's going to help you buy the house? Well, we don't know anybody. So hooked up with a Berkshire Hathaway agent over there and did a referral and it's another means of business. Right. Good. Good, good, good. Okay. Perfect. All right. Love it. All right. So no, let's just, let's go right to the question then. I'm, I think it's good for them to hear. Um, well, well, before we do that, tell them about your, you know, you get like four offers on a property. And then you'd go door knocking with the people that did, you know, with the, uh, tell me about that. I, I just, I wanted them to hear before we get into the next part. Okay. I, I, so I, this house that I had listed about a month and a half ago, two months ago, we had 12 offers on it and um, it was, it was crazy. I mean, everybody was crazy. So I, I kind of, with my mastermind group and Rick, I, I kind of said, well, you know what, maybe I should try this out of the box thing sort of thing. So what I did, I took the offers. After we sold it, um, I took the offers and I put them in an envelope and went door knocking to the whole neighborhood. And I said, hey, I just sold a house on Glen Iris Street. Uh, we got over ask and I have seven other offers in my hand that are looking for the exact same house. Would you, do you want to sell and make money? Um, I'd love to list it. And one of these people on this, offer could be on your house sort of thing so it went really well sort of thing um i didn't get anything i'm going to be honest um 
and it's because it's a really nice community. So unless you're really moving and everything like that, you're kind of stay put. But the feedback was great. Really, you got that many sort of thing. Um, so that was just another means of uh, door knocking. You know, just not a, you having something in your hand to show them that it's true that there are offers coming in. Yep. Good. 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 Okay. So let's get into my favorite question. Uh, you know. Knowing what you know now, two years later, in your third year now, uh, and like you said, you were Rookie of the Year two years ago, which was really, is actually, you were, you got the award two years ago, but it was four, three years ago when your, your first full year. What would be the three most important pieces of advice you would tell them, okay, that you know now? Be consistent. Yeah. Number one, you've got to be consistent. You can't say, oh, I did great this month, I'm going to take two months off and start up again because it does not work that way because you're going to be let behind in a couple of months sort of thing. So one of the biggest things I have is you have to be consistent. Number okay, two, good. Uh, do everything that you can in the business. Like I said, try everything. See which is the best niche for you because that's what kind of helped me um, I just didn't stick to one thing. I did door knocking, open houses, calls. Do the one that you think you feel more comfortable with and that you're good at. Um, and that would be another thing is try everything. Don't um, be stuck on one thing because, um, you know, you could be a great basketball player, but you might be better at running sort of thing. Who knows? But um, that's it. The third thing is knowledge. Learn, learn as much as you can um, in the beginning uh, because that helped me out tremendously. I did everything on my own from all the transactions um, so that this way I knew what every contract was. I knew what every listing agreement was. I knew uh, what a BAC was. I knew everything that went with that um, listing or that buying sort of scenario with your clients because if they're going to ask you a question, if you don't know it, I know you can get it, but it would be very helpful if you had that knowledge in the thing. So the first two, three months, take advantage of everything. Be a sponge as much as you can and learn everything you can. Yeah, and I like what you said about uh, try everything because, um, you know, I'm, I'm just going to guess here. I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, when you joined real estate, you probably didn't say, I can't wait to be a door knocker. Yeah. Something you kind of <laughs> – <laughs> no, you're it's you're absolutely you right. I had no idea what that even was. Yeah. Yeah, I would not Excuse have known me. if someone told me, or you're going to have to go around door knock. I go, what do you mean door knock? Yeah, I would Amway, not have known that. Uh, picking up, you know, selling uh, Girl Scout cookies. I know, I've had all kinds of comments. You want me to beg for business? No, you just, I just, I can't understand how people don't see door knocking as being fun. You know, the door, I, I'm going to be honest. The phone's harder than door knocking, I think, don't you? Oh, oh, oh my God, yeah. You know, because usually when you're door knocking, you can see somebody's facial expression. Yeah. You know, right. and it, it it's a lot harder for them to slam the door on you than it is for them to slam the door on you when you're calling. Right, right. Yeah, yeah uh -huh. I, uh, and I love people walking their dogs and, you know, outside working and, I talk to everybody like I'm the mayor of uh, my little farm there, and and uh, and then eventually you get treated like the mayor of your farm. You know, I I used to have I used to make it a competition too. Like, um, 
you know, if somebody had a grumpy face on, I would, like, make my smile even bigger. It's really tough to get mad at somebody who's out there with a clipboard, with a big smile, professionally dressed, uh, giving information about listing sales, open houses to homes in their own neighborhood. That's my theory. It's really tough to get mad at you. So how's your response been out there door knocking? Oh, it's been great. I mean, it's remember, it's not only – I'll give you an example. Uh, me and yeah. Deborah were door knocking uh six months ago prior to you know COVID hitting again um and we knocked on a gentleman's door and you know we asked him hey we're such and such from berkshire hathaway would you be interested in selling your host or are you interested or do you know if somebody interested in um buying or selling he goes well no i'm gonna die here and that just started the whole conversation off sort of thing you know uh it, we stayed there and he goes but you know what let me tell you something Two houses down, the couples get divorced. Ah. Oh. <laughs> so we actually went and knocked on their door, left our card and everything like that. So it's not only door knocking for that one particular house. You get to right. find out other things in, in the area. And, um, yeah. I mean, we've got numerous deals by door knocking, by the way. I mean, one community, we did like four deals. Just from door knocking. By door knocking. Just by door knocking, yeah, we did one. And you yeah, team up, too. You team up. Tell them a little about that so they can understand what that is, because I know you're not the only one that does that. i got some other agents in this office that do it as well. Well, um, the reason I teamed up is because uh, Deborah uh, kind of did not feel comfortable uh, door knocking as a woman on her own, so she had asked me, and I said, you know what? I'm you. I'm going to try this. And um, it was good because now you've got two people uh, for the price of one, you kind of tell them sort of thing. You're getting, look, you're getting two real estate agents and we're not going to charge you. We're going to, we, we usually split it and stuff like that. But it makes so much more easily conversation, you know, good cop, bad cop sometimes uh, with us and things like that. But uh, it was great, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah she's great too. So you've got together. experience, you've got experience, exactly. agents, and then you've got new and energetic and enthusiastic. <laughs> one, but she's not because she is too. Right out there, and, yeah. and and they split them so that way that you so you guys understand this. So they'll do more business, but they they split it. And the reason I yeah, wanted you to explain it. that is because because you guys you know you you said the key words. She was uncomfortable, and you were new. The combination together, hey, let's do it, and it worked out really well. Yeah, I mean, she was she felt funny, you know, as a woman or something, or she didn't know what would happen or whatever when she's door knocking. If she would, you know, who knows in this in this uh, this time. So she said, would you mind yeah. doing it? I said, absolutely not. So we did that. Um, and, and like I said, we were successful. Um, and then COVID hit, and so we had to find different avenues and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, don't don't be afraid of door knocking. I can tell you that from now. It's no different than an open house. When you somebody walks in and you talk to them, it's the exact same thing. Yeah, no, absolutely true. Okay, so – and just one more question for you. Okay, so um, all that's great. Really appreciate you. I'm sure people out there are getting a gist. You know, guys, if you're not doing the business you want, you got to talk to people on the phone or you got to go door knocking. It's just, it will, it is the answer to most of your problems. Now, okay, so you answered the first one about being consistent. Give them an idea of some things that, uh, and you've, I know you've already mentioned a few of them, some things that you are super consistent with so your production can be where it is. Um, okay. One of my biggest things is I wake up in the morning, um, get dressed. I don't lay around, go straight to, to work. Um, I 
start off my day basically with four phone calls to my SOI, and that's a given. There's no matter what, um, I have to call four of, whether it be a friend, cousin, whatever, four contacts to my SOI. And then after that, then I start going into my drip campaign to see who I'm supposed to call and follow up with uh, leads and everything. I usually do that for about, till about noon. Um, and then after, after that, I usually uh, do any paperwork that's got to be done on some of my listings and stuff like that. I change it up a bit when we're door knocking. So we would usually door knock, for instance, it, m Tuesdays and Thursdays. No, sorry, Mondays and Thursdays. So I would door knock with her early in the morning with Deborah till about 11, go into the office, make four calls to my SOI. Uh, do follow up with my drip campaign, and then same thing again, do paperwork. But yeah, consistency is, and I, I always put everything in my calendar, whether I do it right away, for instance, you know, saying, oh, I got to text this person or I got to call this person. I'll usually put it in my calendar to follow up within an hour, two hours, because you forget, no matter what, we're all human, we forget. So I usually put everything in my calendar. Good. Yeah, that's the key right there. Everything is time blocked and all those things that you mentioned, uh, I think is critically important. Yeah, Absolutely. I mean, because, okay. yeah, we're human. We forget. Yes, we're human. We definitely forget. Uh, and I think, uh, you, know, I, you know, it's crazy. You know, you ha unless you have it all written down, plus when you have it written down, it clears your mind to do what you're doing. You don't have to worry about it, especially with our you know, with our Gmail system, with the schedule attached, and you have no excuse not to be super organized, time block schedule. Take success series this week, folks. I'm doing it Monday through Friday in the St. Rose bullpen, on Zoom for CE, and on Google Hangouts for uh, everybody else in all the other markets. Um, so uh, I will be doing a live one in both markets, Arizona and California, before the end of the year, though. So, um, all, right. all right, Coco, any final words you want to leave these wonderful people? Uh, don't ever get discouraged um, in this business because it's very easy to get discouraged um, and become part of a group, whether it be Mastermind or Rick's group or whatever, because that will help you motivate and get you out of that rut sometimes that you're in. Even, I mean, I got into it for like two, three months going, what the hell, what's going on? You know, markets, this, that. But people will help you get out of it, basically. Um, so if you can, get yourself in a group or a mastermind group sort of thing that will be able to lift you up when you need that lifting up. Absolutely, my man. All right. Coco, Direction. Okay, so send all your referrals, Arizona and California, uh, yeah. to Coco Direction <laughs> in the St. Rose office. Really appreciate you taking your time out today, my man. Everybody else will do this in a week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Coco. Woo! Go Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. You got it, my man. <laughs>